You're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast, a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things. And any mention of board games is purely coincidental. And so, without further ado, and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part, I give you the Board Game Snobs. Go. And welcome. Oh, sorry. oh, go ahead. Do the intro. And, and welcome to the board game Snobs. And I'm doing the intro. Duh. No, and I don't do that as much. You or as usually. You well, got whatever. super meta right off this the bat. This is Enrique. Make it meta. This is Gabby. Hello. Yeah, there is Gabby. What I is jumped this? in before you introduced then, me. Jerry, stop. Focus. Just let's let's podcast. I'm doing like that cool guy on no, Fast and the Furious when no. he's playing the, the PlayStation on his uh his uh what's his Toyota. You're very distracted. I am. Listen, speaking of distractions and speaking of games, uh this is gonna come out right before the Super Bowl. Who are we rooting for? Who's haven't, playing? I haven't watched Super Bowl like well, I mean, I watch the Super Bowl every year, but I don't really watch football. I watched my first, first football game a few weeks first. back in like 30 years with Gobby. Because Barry Sanders was my man back with Detroit Lions. Best running back ever. When he quit, I kind of stopped watching. We watched the Cowboys Packers. You were very, you're a Cowboy fan. Yeah, unfortunately. I was a thus supporting tense Detroit. Was. I was supporting Detroit. I have now, since I watched them get beat down by San Francisco, I really did enjoy, even though they defeated my team. I enjoyed San Francisco. I'm an old school. T- I'm, I'm a I'm a Jerry Rice, another famous Jerry, and a Steve Young fan. We're oh, not yeah. we're not going to be doing a lot of football talk because I don't no, know. We a lot. would lose a lot of listeners. But either way, I'm 49ers all the way. Hey, I was a Niner kid growing up. I bet you were. They go to the Enrique is Enrique doesn't out. understand football. Well, no, no. I was like I was trying to find who's playing the Super 49ers, 49ers in Kansas City and Kansas Taylor City. Swift. Oh, okay. Are you Team Swifty? You're a Swifty, aren't you? What is like? I've been hearing about that. What What is it? She's dating about? one of the Chiefs. I don't know which one, but she's dating one of them. I really, I literally don't know. I just know people. What is it? Travis like Kelsey boyfriend, and or he's something? what? He's a tight end. <laughs> I bet he is. Um, but <laughs> see, the, we can't say that about her though. Why not? I wouldn't because she's not a tight end. Why would I be? Di- why would I be? Why would I be commenting on a woman's body? Exactly. I know you're a misogynist. We know. How you, <laughs> we know. We, anybody wants to go back and listen to votes for women? How, how know dare how you, you are? How dare you? I, on the other hand, are you? Said, I think if we can talk about men, we should be able to talk about women and vice versa. I talk about you all the time. Equality. You get you get upset Equality. when I talk about you. Equality. I'll talk about Enrique, I, whose beard I just got done trimming. Yeah, which I I thought they were going to use. We officially have all three grown a beard. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing that I would have not have guessed. I did not mm-hmm. have this on my card for 2024. Okay. I am the, I, I like my beard the least. What? Enrique's beard is awesome. Gobby's salt and pepper white beard <laughs> looking thing. White beard with a black mustache is awesome. It does actually. I, look awesome. I'm not, re- mine's kind of reddish. That's okay. I like my. But you have a good full beard. It's good, but still, I just did not think I would. I am beard envious. (laughs) (laughs) My beard came in strong, but it's like, but I don't. I want. I'm thinking about the color. Well, that is the thing with the uh, more blonder, redheaded. uh, The beards 
that looks fine, but it kind of just blends in with your skin. I'm about to go. It doesn't pop. It doesn't pop. I'm about to go Spider-Man 3. You gonna, I'm about to go you emo. Go, <laughs> die my hair black. Go dye this beard black. And everybody going to be like, what's with Jerry? And I'm going to yeah. start dancing. Enrique's got like full, you know, dark black beard that pops off of his pale, his pale skin. hair so thick. I had a trouble trimming his beard. I used Gobby's Manscaped. Uh, which I hedger hedger. It's four oh, beards, everybody. I guess. I mean, you might have alternate uses for it, but it's, it's four beards. I just realized how weird that was that I borrowed your manscaping device to shave his beard <laughs> in your I, bathroom to be like, hey, we need to do something about yeah, this beard. I mean, uh, I tried to escape initially because they can. Your beard looks a thousand percent better now that it's trimmed. Yeah, and when it, when it goes wild, it just. I, it looks like a certain bodily hair is just growing on your face that I won't say on the podcast because yeah. we're a family show. This is a public show. It's a and public we don't talk show. about public hairs. We don't. No. But you're, you're, yeah. You do use a bomb. You don't use any products in your beard. Maybe I that's what I'm doing. I'm overproducting. I, I just, spit and grit. All, all I use is uh, shampoo and conditioner. Which time? Well, he is 20 years old. So, I, I mean, he's got all the testosterone going. He doesn't have to do a whole lot. Whereas, like, <laughs> You don't have to take those gas station pills. The 50-year-olds are like using lotions and creams and trying to do everything in the world to make it come back. I've got balm and Rogaine and everything else. You know why my hands are so soft? I guess I'm I'm producing just so much oil. They just don't, they never toughen up. If you're on a certain Patreon level, Enrique will massage your beard with his oily hands, <laughs> which are no <laughs> studies have shown your beard because you're always touching your face. I am. That could uh, be it. You're uh, naturally oil, oily. Your hands, your baby's tiny soft hands, <laughs> are able to fit through those follicles. Uh, That's what it is. We have discovered the true nature. And, and here I am applying like argon, <laughs> argon, 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 argon. argon. Bargain. It's getting terrible reviews. <laughs> R.I.P. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. R.I.P. Mr. Cavill. Well, uh, you said you had something. Well, you said you had something. So football, I was thinking about. Okay. The P.A.T., the point after touchdown. The reason this is on my mind is that mm -hmm. Jack has recently started watching football. And I, thus being a good father, introduced him to Madden, the video, video game. Promptly stomped him. <laughs> Not the coach. He's dead. Um, R.I.P. To prove a point. One, what did you say, Enrique? He's gone. Oh, he's, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, he is gone. But I, Jack had never had much experience with football. The first football game he really watched was last year's Super Bowl, and then he watched this game with you, and now he's super into to football. And I have, I'm having to explain the rules. Mm. And he hit me with the, why do they kick the ball after a touchdown, and wh why does it only count as one? And I did not have an answer. And this led me down a path of deep reflection. And I'm going to try to tie this into board game rules as well. But well, that point if, after if, touchdown. I've never looked it up. But if I was to guess. Yes. Because they do make they make uh, the interesting thing about football and some people may hate it, whatever. But over the years, they have adjusted the rules. They adjust the rules every year. They adjusted just last year. Apparently. Mostly, usually nowadays, it's just to keep people from dying of the CTE or whatever. But uh, they do make adjustments to like where they kick it from and all this type of stuff. And I would assume, presume, being uh, from the board game world, it's for point balancing. Correct. 
and they adopted rugby rules. So initially, according to this website, back in 1883, a touchdown crossing the goalpost was worth a whopping two points. A goal from the field, a field goal, so to speak, was worth five. And a goal after a touchdown was worth a whopping four. Yeah, that's, yeah that seems wrong. They adjusted it because rugby kicking, I guess, through the uprights. I've never watched a rugby game. I haven't either. I would love to. Is it Michael Vanoy? I hear about the blacks Michael and Langford. the whites. Michael Langford. That may be soccer. The all blacks. New Zealand. That's New Zealand, I think. Something they do like that, that. that the hookah or the yeah. thing where they yell and they are. Yeah, the rock does it all the time. That, that's, yeah. What yeah. is that? Some sort of uh, native dance. New England. The Maori. Yes, I think so. Yeah. New England listeners, send us New England. <laughs> what? New New Zealand listeners, send us an email. All I sent in my wicked email. Yeah. <laughs> I got a dance for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell us what Tom Brady's doing. <laughs> uh, but in 1888, that's when they had finally. Not ad- consuming strawberries. I did not realize that. They're inflammatory. It, that they did not adjust the goal after touchdown to one or two until 1988 there apparently was like some controversy but long story short i mean it's a it's a it's a difficulty level right and now kicking the ball the point after like nobody ever misses uh, they do but occasionally yeah. the percentage is like 90 yeah. something percent right, right here's my suggestion for but football. when they do oh, oh it's heartbreaking my. 1999 tishmingo indians my call uh, high school football team number one band every year greatest band ever band from band. playing no band Uh-oh. band with the, with the band every year the band went to state the football team was horrible. <laughs> the one year that the football team went all the way to state, oh. the band was the worst it ever been. We used to sit at the Pizza Hut oh. or the Simple Simon, the Pizza Hut, and listen to the band. The football team went all the way to state. The guy that holds the ball for the point after mm-hmm. dropped it. They lost by one point. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. My point being, here's what they should do. Norwood, wide right. Here's my suggestion for football. You ready? Mm-hmm. Point afters. A touchdown's worth six points. Point after. Okay. Let's just, let's make, let's get rid of it completely. There's no need for it anymore. They thought about it. Okay. So six, a touchdown is worth six points. A field goal is worth three. That means two field goals equal a touchdown. Mm -hmm. So on your first drive, you make a touchdown, you get six points. The team A. Team B now gets the ball, gets into your territory, kicks a field goal. There's three points. Team A, if they lose the ball, they turn over on their second drive. Well, then the third, you know, the, the next team, the team has a chance to tie it up by kicking two field goals. To make it harder, however, the distance between the goalposts, let's just narrow it a little bit. Maybe by, by like a third. Make kicking a field goal really hard. That's why people don't care about the field goal kicker until he wins the game or he misses. Well, I've also thought about, because you can do this in fantasy football, is depending on the distance of the kick. Yeah. And look, they're kicking like 65-yard kicks. Yeah, that's pretty rare. These guys are on fire. They can do it. But uh, you want 50 yards or less, ideally. But I've seen the guy just kicked a 48 one just the other day. That's pretty regular. This guy's got this. And I'm sure in practice, they probably tear it up. So you know that somebody's out there during practice kicking. There, there's if you're an NFL kicker, you're setting that ball at the world at at the record and kicking it just to see if you can do it. And you're probably getting it. 50% Which I think of the time. now is sixty-seven yards. Yeah, you know they're 
tearing it up. So Justin Tucker. That sounds right. I don't know. If you're, yeah, it sounds right. The dude that had the flat foot, that guy that had the half foot. (laughs) You remember when he did it? Well, that's like with Oakland Raiders. Yeah, that guy. His foot was all jacked up. Uh He went out there and kicked it. That's great. That's a great story. Anyways, so rules in board games, just like rules in football. I think it's very interesting when a game has a rule that, what's the term I want to look for? Not that it doesn't make sense, but there are certain rules in games that I I wonder, what were they thinking? So recently, we just played, I say recently, just like five minutes ago, we played a game that I have been wanting to play for a long time, Artipia Games Fields of Green. Now, you said Fields of Green is a uh, reskin of a space game. What's it called? Among the Stars. Among the Stars. I don't I don't remember Among the Stars. Justin Tucker, 66 yards. I was Good one yard job. Off. Field of Green has this one goofy rule at the beginning, which is like, who's the first player? And they draw their cards first. And then you do like this seven wonders type thing of pick your card, hand your card to the next person. I don't understand why you need to worry about who's the first player, who's drawing cards first. It's like an arbitrary rule. But it's easy to ignore. It doesn't break the game. There are several games that we have that we basically ignore that first player rule because it's like, who cares? But there are other games that have this one rule, and Reiner Knizia is the best at this, that one rule that makes the game, like the whole high society thing where whoever, you know, lowest money loses. Mm-hmm. Or even in this game, Fields of Green, I like the An fact... M. Night Shyamalan twist. I like... In Fields of Green, what you're doing is you're just laying out cards in an orthogonal uh, tableau where you're trying uh, to... There's some gaming jargon for you. I like that jargon. <laughs> orthogonal tableau. Enrique, hey, what are you doing? Enrique, no. He no, no. no. finds something that's, weird that's to do with that's, his face. That's, I was flossing right He's before the... Give me that. Oh, no. Teeth. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. I thought that was a green. was no. 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 Oh, my God. Why is that there? I'm sorry. Okay, so this... Not I, to be so meta... <laughs> But prior to the podcast, uh, no, well, uh, this uh, a gag warning on this. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh my! Prior to the God, podcast, Enrique, I didn't know what it was. Exactly. So don't touch it. Okay. So, um, two, I have a very weak stomach. I don't know. All right. Let me there. let me go through this real fast. Recently, I had a crown put on. They told me don't floss until they get the permanent on. As I walk into Gobby's house to shoot this podcast, I couldn't help that somebody in this household has been to the dentist because there is brand new floss on Gobby's table and what mine is yours. So I decided to borrow some of Gobby's floss. And I was flossing when I walked into studio number one. Not the dance either. No, I was flossing my teeth and my new permanent crown because I am the king. And after I got done flossing, not the dance. The, the the I got to playing, of course, Call of Duty. I guess I laid the floss down. There's no trash can in this room. And I mistakenly, I laid the floss down on the table. And Enrique, who has a severe problem that's been mentioned before on this podcast, like he can't it. let his hands just lay dormant. No. They must be doing, doing something. If there's something in front of him, he will grab it and just manipulate it with his phalanges until it just gets to be too much. I look over 
Enrique is rubbing the <laughs> floss through his freshly shorn beard as if, I don't even know, like massaging it or something. So Jerry's saliva tooth particles of whatever is now just woven into your beard because you were like combing it back with that floss. I was combing it up, sideways, down. I take back everything I said about your beard. Uh, that was nasty. It is disgusting. And why don't you have a trash can in this room? It's right over here. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm, I'm going to put this in my pocket. Okay. Oh my I am very Enrique, sorry. why don't you like go wash your I would face like Go wash something. your beard, please. Lord, this, just whatever Jerry ate for lunch is now in his beard. Uh, cheesy bean and rice burrito from Taco oh, Bell. They're a dollar sixty nine. And if you're just needing, nice. if you just if you just gotta have a brief lunch. Oh, um, either way, so the football doesn't really interest me. It's the idea of rules and how rules kind of change over through different editions of games. And I'm trying to think of like one of the things that gets me is that whenever a game has another edition. I always kind of panic because I worry about the rules being different. Well, I actually, I'm always happier with the second version because usually that's the version where they've ironed out the rules that were kind of rough in the first version. And speaking of which, Eclipse, which I know technically maybe it's not the second edition. They named it something else. They did kind of revamp the rules a little bit. They made it a little bit shorter. They changed just some minor things and they did make the game much better in my opinion. And so I know it's not apples, the oranges type thing, but I I think it's great when a designer has enough foresight to be able to listen to the complaints that they have after because you can't play test a game enough to where you just have every little minute rule ironed out. I don't think I think yeah. just, unless it's just a very basic game, any big complicated game at some point in time, you're going to get to a point where you realize this is broken. And because you don't want to get on, you don't want to be getting on board Game Geek having to look up all this erotica. I like nuts. Errata. Errata. You don't want to be looking up all this errata. Something else. <laughs> what is erotica? It rhymes with erotic. Neurotic. Erotic. Is there a neurotica? Erotic. Ah. Uh, electronic erotic. Yes. So I now understand. Yes, that's the, the, Did you the erotica of Riddick. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Uh, that's called fan fanfic. Vin Diesel. That fanfic. is out there. Where is it? Erotica of Riddick. Eridica? <laughs> it was right there. Was. I didn't see it. Uh, Go ahead. Did you know? I did. I did not know this till just the other day when I happened to be looking through people that have died this year, sadly. I don't know why I was reading that, looking that up on Wikipedia. R.I.P. Harry Connick Jr.? Senior. Oh, you scared me for a moment. Has passed away. What of? And he passed away. Well, can you be sure when they are? You can't. Can you be sure when they are 97 years old? I'm sorry. Enrique, you're hitting my mic. Yeah. He was a lawyer? Harry Connick Jr. was an American attorney. He's best known for being the district attorney of the Parish of Orleans from 73 to 2003. 30 years he was the DA of the Parish of Orleans. That reminds me of a movie called DOA starring Dennis Quaid. Never heard of it. I didn't know Harry Connick Jr. was in The Iron Giant. Uh, I've never seen The Iron Giant. I know it will make you cry. I know Riddick is in it. 
He is. He's the voice. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's in Hulk Floats as well. And yes. Dolphin Tales. My yes, kids Harry watch. Connick Jr. That's where Jack loves Dolphin Tale. It's about a dolphin who doesn't have a tail, and he gets mm. a prosthetic, and I don't know why this mm. is a movie. Bio-dolphin? It, it, like, yes, it's a dolphin tail, as in T-A-L-E. Bionic dolphin. It's not like a dolphin can't can't bluff in poker. It's a dolphin tail, but it's also, but it's not tail like his fin. It's a tail like they're telling you a story. Do you call? I hate the fact that the English language. Let me tell you something. Blow it out your blowhole. Let me tell you something. Flipper. A tale about a tale of a dolphin. That's insane that the English language does that. I know. I know. I know. When Harry met Sally. I used to watch Flipper on a regular basis when I was growing up. I bet you did. Oh, and Dolphin Tale 2 came out. (laughs) Do you not know about... Stop the princess. (laughs) Hey, Harry Connick Jr. needs money. Huh? Uh, Listen, did you ever watch Willie? If your name, if your last name was Connick, would you not name your first person, your firstborn I? (laughs) No, I'm not going there. What about Dra? It could work. I could. Okay. No, listen. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You'll be I, like that's just if I if I had a name that I could merge into an actual word, done. My children would hate me, but it would be done. Yeah, that would be great. There's people that have that. That I mean, you're just built for success if your name is iconic, like Rip Torn. <laughs> yes. Done. Yes. Famous. Yes. Uh, Free Willy. You ever watch Free Willy? Speaking of fish, I I don't think I have. No. Are you anti Mars fish? No. This is I I mammals. Water mammals. I was about to say uh, maybe I'm, whales or mammals. I, I, Jerry I think I might have watched Willy, but it's been you might been have watched while. not Wonka, but I'm talking about Free no, no, Willy. Like, yeah, like Free Willy. I might have. It's been a while. It's Michael Jackson. Da, 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 da. And the fish jumps da, over da, the. Da, I keep da, saying it's a fish. Da. It's a mammal. Get your fishes right. <laughs> Don't fish shame me, huh? No way. What have you been doing? Did you get your beard cleaned? Yes, I I went in there. Thank you. I went you in there. You lost your beard. Uh, okay, so there's that a, word? we have emails. I gotta get an email. Let me yeah, pull let's get to the. Emails. I will email. I will get. I the flagged emails. them. So if you just got a flag, uh, thank you for that. You in are, the meantime, while you're doing that, let me tell you this. Tell me. Did you know? I did. Toilet paper, as we know, didn't become a thing in the U.S. until 1857. But even so, many Americans were keen to continue using what? Say that again. Toilet paper? Toilet paper did not become a thing as we know it until 1857. It's therapeutic paper. They called it that. But even so, many Americans were keen to continue using what? Therapeutic paper. According to the Farmer's Almanac. They use the farmer's almond. <laughs> no, even worse. Pine cones, corn cobs, corn cobs, Sorry, corn cobs. Yes, because I know that. Because are you ready? Cobs. Are you ready for this? Go ahead. From November of 1992 to March of 1993, y'all used corn cobs. Outhouse. Y'all had an outhouse. Yes, we did an actual legitimate outhouse because my father was building the home for which I. Basically spent the vast majority of my childhood. In which you never received one whooping? Listen, and sidebar, for everybody who detects whooping with discipline, my dad was a drill sergeant. Trust me, I wish I had been beaten every day despite the discipline for which he delved out. All right, so there you go. 
Anyways, the- uh, well, Seems like it came from somewhere deep. That was deep. But speaking of deep, outhouse. While building our house, we had an outhouse. And in said outhouse was- a said, corn cob? said corn cob. And I wonder. Could y'all not afford toilet paper? We had toilet paper. And when I inquired of my mother, why was there a corn cob there? She laughed and said it was it was for posterity because it's that's what they used to use. As I a, did not know this. I saw I mean, I saw this. And may so- I correct that the corn cob was the toilet paper holder. He made a toilet paper holder okay, that out makes, of a corn cob. That makes it and much I wondered more why. pleasant. There you go. The use of corn cobs as toilet paper, paper had, a, toilet paper. had a rather <laughs> Good one. disgusting downside. Downside? Like mm-hmm. it's not, oh, like like there's an upside? The pun, I guess that it's free? The puns yeah. are coming from everywhere. How'd this corn get here? Well, there's two ways. Somebody did one eat their One of two dinner? ways. I don't know which or one I Somebody did eat their dinner. According that to Dollar Shave Club. What? You made the joke. What okay. According to Dollar Shave Club, American Outhouses had one corn cob and one cob only hanging on a string in them. That means that their use was communal. No, no. Oh. I call foul. Entire foul. families or schools or church congregations would use the same cob. Oh my God. <laughs> no. So this is no like just the, oh. and now the corn is eaten off of the cob. Can I ask why you gave a trigger <laughs> warning for a floss? But this, the actual <laughs> flossing of the cob, you decide to go hard. The cob flossing the cheeks. So they literally just ran a. Yes. Shorned off shorn. cob. You, you've shored twice. Where did you get that word? I don't know. Just you've been using me. it twice. I like it. I don't oh. know if it's an actual word, but <laughs> keep using oh, it's it. It's a word. It's a word. Get it. So you just, uh, sh- for one, I mean, I guess the shape is cylindrical. It is. So it can go between the cheeks quite smoothly. Thank you. Please Even though continue. after you eat the corn, that's a pretty rough cob. Mm hmm. I don't know where you're going with this. I'm trying to help. No, you. I'm just trying to comprehend the fact that people wiped their butts with corn cobs. Okay. This- and I did not know that was a thing until Ranker.com brought it to my attention. Mm-hmm. Or actually, it's weirdhistory.com. Boardgamestobs at gmail.com. Regarding this, um, I'd, I'd like to get off this topic because I have nowhere to go with this. You've just gone, you went deep. I no <laughs> but this is bad. I don't know what you want me to do with this. I know nothing. I just found it interesting. I did not know that. It's just like it has forever changed the way I will view me eating corn on the cob. Well, I mean, I guess maybe I should sock them away in case World War Three happens and we don't have toilet paper. True. Pandemic breaks out again. You got the cob. There you go. Uh, let me read it. I'm going to read an email. Adam M. from Indianapolis. <laughs> That's quite the transition. Sorry. Hey, Jerry. Gobby. Hey, Jerry. Enrique. <laughs> For your next college show. Should the first person to call into the show be referred to as Colin Firth? That was a good one. Adam M., that was a good one. Adam M. has actually emailed in before, I believe, with a couple other good puns. Has he? I'll look. And the, I, I don't know. We've, we've 
deleted quote. Oh, Jerry, we have to delete some Adam emails. Adam M. emailed almost in a year ago about the squirrel fall damage. Okay. He was the one. And he made some squirrel puns, I believe. He did. And in, in 2000, and oh, and he, it, it, my favorite emails of his was back in October of 2003, where he said, hello, God. 2003? Uh, like October. 23. Okay, whatever. Jerry, Gobby, and it, and he put in little brackets, abruptly cut off. Like, you cut gotcha. off Enrique. Gotcha. Uh, you don't know this, Enrique. Can I tell you something? Okay. Do you know that every time he you... Doesn't uh, he doesn't know. Yes. He doesn't know. Yeah. Every time you sign off on the show, you're always the last to sign off. You yes. always say, and, and this yeah, is I'm Enrique. Cut off. Yeah. You're cut off. Yeah, like, we, we've discussed okay. this. Okay, I just want to make yeah, sure we've that discussed you know this. But you that, only know it because we've discussed yes. it. You've I, ever went you've back and never listened to an episode. Yeah. Have you ever listened to a podcast ever? None of ours, anything. Barstool Sports? No. Gaming.com, podcasting. No, no. Not, not, even, not even gaming. Incels.com. PlayStation, all up in you. Podcast. Okay, so you don't do podcasts okay. at all. My point being is is that he's the editor, and he does that in a disrespectful yes. enough. <laughs> hey, uh, as long as it makes it funny, I'm all for it. I, I'm, gr- I'm glad. It's iconic at this point. Yes. Oh, Caleb, oh, Tucker M. emailed, said, listening to my email read out loud. I don't loud. understand the two different names, Caleb. Tucker. Don't, don't shame him. Sorry. Maybe he's got multiple names. Listening to my email read out loud, it sounded a little harsher than I it meant. I started off writing this, Caleb. But now I'm Tucker. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. What, what, first off, why do you think that Tucker is less manly than Caleb? If I anything, Caleb is less manly I'm than Tucker. Tuck. Tucker, how you doing? No, Tucker? Tucker's man. That's a cowboy name. My name's Tucker. 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 This Tucker my, Carlson. This is that's me. not right. Tucker, Tucker Carlson. That's Carlson? the first Carlson. That's the first name I came to. I couldn't think of any famous Isn't Tuckers. Isn't like the right wing podcast guy? He's on X now. I don't know what's on X. Twitter? Yes. It used to be Twitter. Old now school it's Twitter. It's old school Twitter. Who's X another, going to give it to you. Who's, the, uh, who's another famous Tucker? Oh, are we doing the like car? first names or just last names? The car. The car that Jeff Bridges built and they like made like a hundred of them and then they stopped. Yeah, but we were talking about like people, aren't we? You don't it's remember not, the Tucker? It was I, like a movie. I don't Tucker. remember. It was I in don't the remember. 90s. I really don't. Jeff Bridges was the titular Tucker named after him, but they made a car called the Tucker and it was like super advanced, but like super bombed at the same time. Mm, kind of like the Etzel. Yes. I don't know where that came from. I know nothing of cars. I, I, I knew about the Edsel as well. But that came from somewhere. I don't remember where. Thank you, Tucker M. And no, your your email wasn't harsh, and it didn't come off of judgmental. If if everybody remembers it, uh, Tucker M. sends an email talking about uh, how the last few episodes we've been kind of, uh, or I'd been kind of crazy about various things. N- never mind. No, your email wasn't harsh. Uh, let's see. Uh, Brian, who's Brian? Uh, every time I see Brian, I think I I read it brain. I don't know why. That's the dyslexia in you. I was not expecting to cry during my morning commute, and certainly not while listening to a in air quotes board game podcast. Air bunnies. Yeah. Thanks for having a, air bunnies. No, those are the finger. Okay. Uh, listen. Air quotation. Don't be saying that. Air bunnies is not a good term. Enrique, but Enrique, don't look at it. It's kind of like the Playboy. I, I can't, I can't. Like no, the, don't the we don't Playboy. we don't use the term air bunnies, bunnies because people use it as a derogative term for uh, flight stewardess people, <laughs> flight mistresses, <laughs> people, the women that work in the air. What what's the term? Air attendants. Air attendants. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I am not. You are the most. The misog- air Your misogyny has worn off. Air attendants. I said air mistress. 
That is not right. I'll be your airmistress today. <laughs> Please stop that. Stop. Brian says, and I will repeat, Brain. I was not expecting to cry during my morning commute. Thanks for having a meaningful conversation and allowing others to be a part of it. Onwards and upwards. Up yours. Which uh, was the original name in the podcast, but Apple wouldn't let me upload that for something. Anyways, thanks for the note, Jerry. I'm glad there's a podcast I can turn to for all my mental health needs and occasionally board game talk to. You're welcome, Brian. We do do a lot of immense. There's another English thing. We do do. Do do. Speaking uh-huh. of corn cobs. Uh, that, 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 that we can have. See, you ruin everything you touch. What do you mean? Both of you. Both huh? of you. Something can be so just put together and organized. I had this episode in the bag. That's now, what you said That's started. all Gobby's problem with the I coin thing. Look at Enrique just throwing me right under I the had bus. This, I had this podcast organized. Enrique, you're the corn cob of this podcast. Huh? You're- <laughs> I may have started it, but he... Instigating. You're between it. pointing fingers like viciously at me. No, he like, made the fire he's, he's, pointing you know? to, he's pointing towards the right cheek. <laughs> <You like know? laughs> Enrique, you know, when you point one finger at me, there's five pointing back at well, you. Well, technically, we can't even see your finger pointing at us. It's so Actually, thin. Wait. You mean I got like that this? way wrong. Uh, no. You there's we... three pointing back no, at you. No, no. There's a thumb and a forefinger no, pointing. No, no. You point like this. You point with your forefinger pointing towards person. Three people, three fingers pointing back at you, and one finger pointing up at God. I don't know that does. That's, that's, a, a, gun. See, that's, that's a, a gun. That's a finger gun. That's a finger gun. You got air bunnies and finger. And besides, there's only three three fingers because you're doing. Well, I, I, the, yeah, that's the way you point. To right be there. honest, I that's point, a good point. No, right no, there. no. Here's a point. You made a good point. No, I point like this. <laughs> well, that, that's a gesture. No, 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 no. If you'll notice, Bubba does this too. We point with our all of our fingers pointing. We we like tomahawk you. No, we Bubba does you. this. No, that's when he doesn't want to point. <laughs> Nonstop. That's what he does when he doesn't want to. He point. just takes he his crooked forefinger. Just, he rocks because he doesn't want to be aggressive. But, but when he wants to point, this is what he does. This, this points all fingers towards you. Thumb, like a, four an open fingers, palm, open palm, like a karate it, chop. No, it's first down. There you go. There it yeah, is. First right down. to boy, yeah. keeping this football jargon alive. Uh, either way, thank you, Brian. We brain. brain. Our next email is from Christopher, and it's entitled "A Mentality of Failure." He might be talking about you, Enrique. Hello, me? hello snobs. I just finished the episode on friendships, and I have to chime in on the fail today, give up tomorrow mentality. Which Okay, it's Gabby, man. Wow. Chance Fayad. I have to struggle with addiction for the majority of my life, and I've also been a group leader in Celebrate Recovery, an addictions group. This this is a very... Me and Enrique just had a stare down. You didn't see I it. Didn't, and he well, broke. I, I looked away. I he saw broke. you looking at each other. We intensely. shot daggers at each other, and <laughs> he, he looked away first. He made, I won. He, I know because I he was scared. <laughs> You're literally I twice just, the I man he is. I acknowledge. Okay, this episode is awful. We should delete this. Oh uh, no! Okay, we need content. This is very common in the addictions community, and I would suggest that it sometimes, oftentimes, derives from the shame that comes from the failure and the enjoyment. Of letting go that letting go provides. Shame okay, and here's a problem. Is you sh- started reading this email and like hey, this is a heartfelt email and he's got like serious stuff to say and we've not given it the respect it deserves. I will start over. So maybe you need to start over. I just finished the episode on friendships and I have to chime in. I have struggled with addiction for the majority of my life, and I've also been a group leader in Celebrate Recovery, an addictions group. 
This is a very common in the addictions community, and I would suggest that this is oftentimes derived from the shame that comes from the failure and the enjoyment letting go provides. Shame is hugely detrimental and drives many negative actions, including the idea that once you fail, you are a failure and will continue to be a failure. So trying again is a fruitless endeavor. When you mix that with the subconscious idea that giving up is easier than course correction, that it was easier to enjoy your failure in the moment than to fight for the, se- the success every day, it becomes easy to understand why this habit is prevalent. As you both stated, it is important to fight back when those lies first arise. But doing so alone is difficult. Gabi mentioned that he can easily combat that mentality in others when they share such viewpoints, but finds the gumption absent when it is birthed within himself. This is why we all need close, supportive friends who know our struggles and out our goals, and we can be honest with, and who we can be honest with, and who won't call us in our weakness, but encourage us in strength. I think that I had somewhere to go with that, but I was interrupted, and my brain is now elsewhere. I'm going to go chase it down. Keep pushing forward. Dorian Phoenix. Onwards and uh, yours. I like that. He used birthed. Anytime you use birthed in a sentence that doesn't involve actual birth of a human out of an orifice, I like that term because it is indicative of something new. Placenta. Previa. That's a term. After. Birth. Birth. After birth. Do they? Is the thing that you say after someone else births an idea. A birth. birth. Speaking of English words being weird. A birth. It's a place to park your boat. I don't like that because it doesn't make any sense. Birth. This is a birth. Although it's spelled differently. It's E-R, isn't it? Yeah. Birth. Mm-hmm. Birth. birth. Welcome to birth. Bertha. Big Bertha. Big Bertha. Big who, Bertha. Who works at K-Ray's It was a uh, Callaway diner. club I used to use. Is to it? swing at the old golf ball on the drive. Big Bertha is the Number waitress. Number one wood. At K-Ray's diner. She is not big. I don't know why they call her Big Bertha. That seems derogatory. It, you would think so. I think it's as be- if it's maybe body shaming. I, she's not though. She's very small. Mm. So it's like body oh, shaming so it's and ironic. Re- it's ironic. Well, no, it's not. I don't know if I- irony is not what you think it is. <laughs> okay, it's not. Is it? We use irony wrong. We do. We do. And a lot we of use people- irony ironically. No, we don't. Oh, you use it completely wrong. If you're in the mindset to. Uh, understand this, which I don't think that you are, but I'm not going to show you. The, the expressions of one's meaning by using, using language that normally signifies the opposite, typically for humorous uh, effect. But A we, state of affairs or event that seems deliberately contrary to what one expects, but is often mu- amusing. Does it give an example? Let's see. Let's look for examples. Ironic examples. Here we go. I'll, I'll look up ironic examples. Do not in any way start a non-their conversation. It was ironic that the robber's car crashed into a police station. Okay. For example, if the wedding was between a woman who wrote a book called Why You Don't Need a Man and a man who's Ted... T- oh, that's stupid. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I get it. Robbers going to the police. It's ironic. It's kind of like an opposite thing. But irony, there's some, there's some, there's some weird thing. Irony is a deliverable. Uh, there's something about. It's I- like playing a game called Can't Stop, but you do. 
I do it all the time. Yeah. I just beat board stop. game gumbo. Board game gumbo. If Apologies may need to be made. Please, if I messaged you anything during that very heated game, um, board game arena of Can't Stop, I thought Gobby's username is very similar to yours. I thought I was playing Gobby. I may have said some things that were inside jokes and perhaps quite insulting towards you because I have met the gentleman behind the name Board Game Gumbo. He is, in a lot of ways, very opposite of Gobby. And so any insults that may have been off-putting, I am sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I should have been off-putting. You should have. A long time ago. Off-putting. I saw what you did there. Yeah. And it was funny. But I can't laugh. At what... Because you're a misogynist. Next email. Is there another one? There's always another one. Another one. I said it for you. Let's see. John Phipps. Oh, yeah. This is John. Well, he 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 messaged us on. Uh, yeah. What was he saying? He joined our Patreon. Thank you, John Phipps. Uh, is this John Phipps? This is John that we wear at BGG. Jay Jumpin or Jumpin' Jay. John Phipps. I like John Christian Phipps. Soul Train's friend. Soul Train. He, uh. He had joined us at uh, BGG and had a good time, despite the tough time he was going through. And he just uh, wanted to acknowledge and he's the his appreciation for the way vice president of your fan club. Yes, I know. Either All way, right. we're going to be at BGG spring in BGG May. Spring, we'll be there in full I mean, force. M- m- minus Bubba, I don't know. Bubba's coming. Oh, really? Bubba will be there. This is this is Hazal. Yes, really? yes. Verification. Uh, adventure awaits. Okay. Huzzah! Huzzah! Board game snobs at full force. Correct. So that means no one can join us for gaming, especially if they're four-player games, unless it's a five-player game. Bubba drops in and out. Enrique, we lose him so much, and like you gone. get tired easily. Oh, that's true. I'm like done at 930. So I will, yes. So basically, I'm there, though. And we'll probably do Den of Wolves or something of that nature Den again. Of wolves. Yes, if they're oh there. Oh my god! I don't know why you. Why did you do that? Where you acted like you enjoyed it, and then you don't want to do it it's, again. It's a. It's a thing. It I, is a thing. I did enjoy it. Yes. Then why not I, do it again? Because when I think about the eight hours y'all devoted to this last game, yes. yeah. I just think of all the other games that I could thoroughly be enjoying. Mm. And I mm, see, I don't have. Would you be enjoying it more? Is that something quantifiable? You'll spend eight hours watching television. But I don't. You enjoy Den of Wolves to a degree. I do I, not. I, it, it makes me complete. Because you have the personality. I do. Needed for Den I of Wolves. I have a personality. You have that. But explain why Enrique enjoys it. Because it's, That I do it, not know. Because it's role playing. It's literally just. Playing out a scenario. But see, every role you have as- assumed in that game has given you something specific to do. Yes. Yes. And you've only. The one and only time I got it was the vaguest role of all time. But you could Secretary. join us and we could make sure that you are. Okay. Well, I, I don't know that you I could will. be president. You could be at. I think I would be terrible at both of those. You, it doesn't matter. To me, Being... it requires a Taipei personality, well, no, which no, I do no, not No, what have. it doesn't. Here, here, here's the thing. I feel like I'm about to start an argument. Unless you go into most likely. The, unless you're president and I'm admiral and we just work together. That yeah. can work. Deal. And I'll be like, I'll be darned if y'all get me out of here. <laughs> By cold dead hands. <laughs> and then like hands. the second round, you just nicks an ass. You just <laughs> two fingers, air air bunnies. Everyone screwed. Yeah. We have set the self-destruct. Self-destruct? Uh this uh, fleet is going up. 
I did not have, listen, I'm going to repeat this. I think that one of the best things about role playing in these RPGs, which. Thanks for clarifying. Thank you. Well, I know there's some people who tune in that don't know anything. They think this is not a board game podcast. Do you assume that all actors are type A personalities? No. So you don't have a type A personality, correct? I would say no. Would you say Enrique has a type A personality? No. Okay. So it's not that. And by type A, I just mean generally outgoing, assertive people that go out of their comfort zones. And not even comfort zones. I don't think type A personalities have comfort zones. Like you. Of course they do. I don't know that you do. Like we go to BGG and you talk to anyone and everyone. I don't talk to anyone unless I'm spoken to first. Or I know you. Okay. I am trying. In my comfort zone. Here's a weird thing. And you may be able to quantify this. In my friend zone, I might be a type A personality. Is that a thing? So, because you have recently pointed out, and I do appreciate this, and I'm trying to get better at this. I hear you. I see you. And I appreciate you. That often I say things that are horrifically wrong. Now, I will say is sometimes I say things that are horrifically wrong because I find it funny. Right, right. But in situations like this, I'm trying to be a little more specific. So I just looked up type A personality so I can make sure that I'm on the right track. In particular, the positive types of traits in type A are self-control, motivation to achieve results, competitiveness, multitasking. Meanwhile, some of the more difficult traits are chronic competitiveness, impatience, aggressive, hostility. This sounds like me. Yes, because the tendencies, the tendency to engage in urgent and achievement-oriented behavior, people with type A often feel more stress. They can be impatient, competitive, hostile, and uh, yeah. So type A is just a, when we say we're a type A personality, they tend to be more ambitious and feel impatient. But I don't check every box on type A. Like, I'm no, not. No, because when I say type A, I guess I'm just going with the old cliche of basically, I mean, I didn't do like a psychological reference for it. But when I say type A, I mean, you're more outgoing than me. Correct. So you mean more extroverted. Type B is peaceful, relaxed, easygoing, stress-free, or prone to less stress, lack having a sense of... That is not me. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean, but having a lack of urgency, that's you. Or procrastinating, that's you. Being stable... I do procrastinate. That literally sounds like me. There's a type D personality? (laughs) Huh? It's a type D. How many types of personalities? Type D, a concept used in the field of psychology, is defined as the joint tendency towards negative affectivity, worrying, gloom, and social inhibition, lack of self-assurance. You might be. That me. That would be me. You're the big D. That would be me. At the same time, to classify 8 million people into three or four different types of personality. Type C. It's type C. Am I D and C? No, someone who thrives on being accurate, rational, applying logic to everything. I'm a big C. You're C. Don't be laughing, Langford. Um, Or anyone else from Australia. That's that type A, B, and C. Uh, either way, oh. just because you do not purport to be an extroverted person I doesn't mean that you should not role play as one. Just show up That's and show true. out. But I can't. That's the freeness of it. Just I show up and be like crazy. I could pretend to be someone else. Yes. Why not? Just show up and be like, I'm going to be loud and obnoxious and very mean. And know the point of being in a role playing okay, situation. Here's the thing: is that nobody cares. Here's the. I, 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 I actually had this for a whole podcast discussion, so we will table this until next week's episode. Please. 
So we're going to discuss. Uh, so Den of Wolves is uh, a social deduction game with some hidden information type stuff. Correct. That uh, brings to mind something I had in mind to discuss along those ring of talking about mafia werewolf, that sort of game. Right. And so now we will tease next week's episode because we're going to discuss that game, what it's about, where it comes from and the people that thrive in it. I am teased. Okay. And I have recently played that game multiple times. And Perfect. I have also intended to talk about all those things because we had a party game day at Enrique's house, and this episode was supposed to be us talking about that, and I got sidetracked by your cop. Okay. <laughs> so, we'll discuss it next week. Until next time, I'm Gabby. This is Jerry. This is Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Stay classy.